0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Murray Hills podcast. This week, I start a series called At the Movies, where we take popular movies and discuss the spiritual themes. So unfortunately, since this is all audio, you don't get to see the clips, but you will get to hear them, and hopefully things translate that way. But I really appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this message. That's all my fault. (laughs) Okay, there we go. Um, At the Movies kicks off today, so welcome, and I'm glad that you're a part of it. This is our longest running and most popular series at Murray Hills. This is the 10th year that we have done At the Movies, and we kick it off every year, usually on the 4th of July weekend, and this is an idea, a series that I stole From a mega church pastor, I talked about them a couple weeks ago. I stole this idea from Craig Groeschel, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with it. It generates a lot of conversation in the church already. I've had a lot of people kind of texting me or messaging me on social media and going, how could you leave this movie off? And what about this one? Hey, I loved Raya. That was a great choice. And this one, you know, like a lot of conversation about what movies should be included and which ones shouldn't be included and, and all of that kind of stuff. So I want to introduce the movies to you. And then we're going to talk about today's movies. So I'm introducing them early so that you've got plenty of time to watch them. Now what's different about At The Movies this year, I always choose movies that are about a year old. And they can't be explicitly Christian movies because I have to work for this. You know, i got to work for the message here. So the way it works is we always choose movies that have some type of spiritual theme to them. And we're using this as kind of a springboard to jump into to biblical themes. And so today, the day's movies is really, really clear uh, where you're going with that. But this year, I chose streaming movies because I haven't been to a movie theater since the pandemic started. Uh, it's, it's, I have not been since March of last year to a movie theater. So this year, it's, they're all streaming. Netflix and Disney Plus are the main two platforms I'm using, but you can also get them on where you rent movies like Voodoo or Amazon Prime Video or that kind of stuff. You can can rent a lot of these movies too. So here's the movies that we're going to be talking about. The first one is today. That's Raya and the Last Dragon. I chose this one specifically for today because I knew all the kids were going to be in the room for the entire sermon. So for about five minutes, I'm going to have their attention today because that's about the length of clips I've got from Raya and the Last Dragon. So they will cut out when the clip comes on they'll watch they'll cut out again uh the kids i'm speaking of there the kids will do that everybody else will stay engaged through the rest of the message um but i chose this one because todd said it's a layup and and he's right like it's it's got very very obvious themes in it like you can't miss the theme in raya and the last dragon so that's today we'll talk about that in just a minute second one my first documentary of At The Movies. I don't think I've ever included a documentary in 10 years. It may have been against the rules to include a documentary, but I'm including this one. This got a lot of buzz in 2020. A lot of people told me, watch The Social Dilemma, watch The Social Dilemma, Watch and I finally did watch it. It's available only on Netflix. You can't rent this one for whatever reason. You cannot rent this one. You can only get it on Netflix, but uh, it's about the impact of social media on our lives. And as soon as my daughter saw this, she was like, are you going to tell us to stop using social media? Like, no, I'm not going to tell us that. I'm just, we do need to be aware of the impact on it, especially its impact upon our spiritual lives. It obviously has a lot of impact on our emotional lives. but What's the impact on our spiritual lives as well? So that one's week two. Week three, another documentary. Uh, I'm going documentary heavy. And this one I chose for pure nostalgia. That's the, I, I was not going to include this one. I was actually going to include Operation Varsity Blues or Varsity Scandal or something like that, which is a really interesting documentary. But um, at the very last minute when I was typing out the email of which movies would be included in the series, I threw Last Blockbuster in there. If you grew up in the 80s, 90s, or early 2000s, you're going to love this film. And if you didn't grow up in that time frame, you need to see, like, why your parents, you know, like this kind of film. So, like, watch this and learn what Blockbuster used to be like. And it's, there's a lot of memories, there's a lot of nostalgia, and there's obviously a very cautionary tale in here for the church. And so, how could Blockbuster ever go away? <laughs> and we'll talk about that. And then my last movie is this one right here, uh, Soul from Disney Pixar, that's not this year's Disney Pixar, but last year's Disney Pixar, and um, Ebony's gonna be preaching this message, and this one is, we're actually doing family movie night, so we will turn the, the worship center back into a movie theater on the, when we do this movie. So we'll, we'll talk about it on Sunday morning, Sunday night we'll have family movie night, the popcorn machine comes back out and uh whatever else they got planned for children and so we'll just all come in here and watch the movie together somebody said it'd be a good day for outdoor movies but they obviously forgot what tennessee's like at the end of july so we're doing an indoor movie with soul but uh this is a really good movie as well so first film today is Ryan and the last dragon i always start with a trailer but i gotta say one thing to our online audience today um The next month, you probably, if you're on Facebook or YouTube right now, you need to write down or at least think about switching over to live.murrayhills.com. Live.murrayhills.com because that's our internal streaming platform. Excuse me. Uh, Facebook and YouTube have algorithms that sometimes don't like us showing clips. So when I show a movie clip, it will kick us off of Facebook or YouTube. It will not kick us off of live at murrayhills.com because that's an internal platform. And we do have a license to show these clips, believe it or not. We pay uh, for a license so we can show clips. But I'm just telling our online audience, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, think about switching over to live at murrayhills.com. You're welcome to test fate and just see what happens if you stay with Facebook and YouTube. But I have no idea what will happen. But... Uh, let's talk about Raya and the Last Dragon. Start looking for the theme now. Just out of curiosity, how many of you saw the movie? How many of you saw this? Okay, quite a few. I know not everybody watches the movies, okay? That's perfectly okay. I will bring you up to speed. Every year, I have somebody who says to me, oh, we're just gonna go to another church for a month because we don't watch movies. You know, like, it's, it's okay. You don't have to watch the movie. You'll still get the themes, and you'll still get the gist of it without watching the movie because, I love doing spoiler alerts when I preach through at the movie. So, um, let's watch Raya and the Last Dragon trailer, and then we'll talk about it.
1: All right, guys. Remember what we're looking for. And don't trust anyone. Hey, baby. Where are your parents? Hey, uh, who's baby? What? (laughs) Really? A con? Impressive. We could use someone like you. Yeah? Let's catch you up. My name is Raya. Our lands have been at war for as long as we can remember. Our people never see eye to eye. My daughter, I believe our people can come together again. But someone has to take the first step. Now, in order to restore peace, we must find the last dragon. I wish to join this fellowship of but kickery. <laughs> let's go we'll have to watch our backs we're not the only ones looking six years of searching please let this be it oh my dc2 who said that we really need her help ah, i'm gonna be real with you i'm not like the best Have you ever done like a group project, but there's like that one kid who didn't pitch in as much, but still ended up with the same grade? Uh, we're doomed. You and the dragon are coming with me. Hmm, my sword here says we're not. (laughs) The world's broken. Can't trust anyone. Maybe it's broken because you don't trust anyone. You just have to take the first step. <gasps> ah! I just shape change? Dragons can do that. Look how close my butt is to my
0: head. It's gonna make digestion so much faster.
1: In theaters or ordered on
0: Disney Plus with Premier Access, March 5th. All right, Uh, I love movie trailers, full confession, I I watch a lot of movie trailers. But uh, this one gives you a little bit of the story. So in every, you know, however they piece those things together, you get just a little glimpse of what the story is going to be about. And this one is obviously about trust. It's about trust and it's about unity, or more specifically, it's about broken trust and disunity. And the film begins with a question. That is a very relevant question considering when the movie was made. The movie's made in 2020. They shot a lot of this movie from their homes and then pieced it together because we were in the midst of a pandemic where we were fighting about masks and stay home orders and um, vaccines and all of that kind of stuff. And then we were also in the midst of a contentious election cycle where we were fighting about everything else. And the movie was written or produced at least during that time and it asked the question, How did this land get so broken? Which is a very relevant question in 2020. The other thing that's happened is uh, everybody's angry. I mean, not just divided, but everybody's angry. Like I sat across, we we flew out west, and on the way back I was sitting by uh, the jump seat where the flight attendant was. And she said, I've done this for 30 years, and I've never seen people as crazy as they are now. She said, you just wouldn't believe it. Like, planes are not serving alcohol anymore because people are already crazy when they get on the plane. And they're not going to give them any more reason to get crazier. And they were talking about road rage incidents are on the rise. Like, people are angry and people are upset. And this movie asked the question, how did this land get so broken? Why are we so divided? Why is there so much mistrust among people? Because the reason we're all, there's so much disunity is because there's broken trust. And so why is there so much mistrust among people? And why do we fight so much? And and why do we struggle to practice the most basic of the Lord's commands? To love your neighbor as yourself. Because the church is not immune to disunity. The church is not immune to broken trust. The church is not immune to people getting angry or upset or sideways with each other. So why is it that we struggle so much to practice that command? And there's a couple of quotes. You heard one of them in the trailer Uh, one of them is from Mariah's dad early in the movie that if we don't stop and learn to trust each other again, it's only a matter of time before we tear each other apart. Which immediately I thought of Galatians chapter 5 verse 14. And the entire law is fulfilled in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. But look how he ends that statement. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So this is a fictional land that this movie is taking place where they're biting and devouring each other and destroying each other. And um, there's a whole lot of real world implications. Another quote that I liked from Raya's dad was, we have a choice. We can tear each other apart or we can come together and build a better world. And he says that to these assembled nations because Raya's dad's an optimist. And so he brings the, the, the world's divided and he brings them all together for a meal and thinks we can just, if everybody just be nice to each other, if everybody would just get along, we, you know, we, we could put the world back together. And so, as he says the assembled nations there, he talks about, you know, we have the choice to make. We can come together and build a better world, or we can tear each, tear each other apart. And the choice that they make is to tear each other apart. So, um, the whole thing unravels. Uh, you've got Raya and Namari who become friends And they have a lot in common, but then Namari betrays Raya. She betrays her multiple times, actually. And that's kind of a a main message of the movie. That the world is broken, so you can't trust anyone. But maybe the world is broken because you don't trust anyone. So it's kind of this this circle or this catch-22 situation. So years of betrayal and years of distrust have led to division. And people are literally being turned into stone. And the only way to overcome it is to somehow learn to trust each other again. That that's the only way to bring the world back together again, is if we could somehow learn to trust one another again. And I want to back up here. I've got another clip for you. So kids get ready. Uh, I want to show you the first two minutes of the movie, because this is one of those movies, you know how some movies in the, like if you miss the first two minutes, you're totally confused through the whole movie. And uh, so, this is one of those movies because the first two minutes kind of explains all the backstory. And this is a fantasy story. I want to go back and watch the first two minutes, and you'll hear the question that Raya asked, and it'll kind of set up the backstory, and then we'll kind of explain what happened to the rest of the movie. So, watch this.
1: I know what you're thinking, a lone writer, a dystopian world, a land that's gone to waste. How did this world get so broken? Well, that all began 500 years ago. Kumandra, this is what we used to be. When our land was whole, and we lived harmoniously alongside... ...dragons. Magical creatures who brought us water, and rain, and peace. It was paradise. But then, the drune came. A mindless plague that spread like wildfire, multiplying as they consumed life and turned everyone they touched into stone. The dragons fought for us the best they could. But... it wasn't enough. That's when the mighty Sisu Datu, the last dragon, concentrated all her magic into a gem and... ...blasted the Drune away. Everyone that was turned to stone came back. Except... ...the dragons. All that was left of Sisu was her gem. It should have been this big inspirational moment where humanity united over her sacrifice. But instead, people being people, they all fought to possess the last remnant of dragon magic. Borders were drawn, Kumandra divided. We all became enemies, and the gem had to be hidden. But that's not how the world broke. That didn't truly happen until 500 years later, when I came into the story.
0: So, so there's the backstory, story, and that we could really get deep in the weeds if we wanted to and talk about creation elements in there and representation of sin and death. We're not, because it's a Disney movie and they weren't thinking that. Uh, I just wanted you to see the story. What happens is Raya and her family are charged with protecting this dragon gem. So they've got it hidden, and they're protecting the last Dragon gem, and all the other worlds are divided. And as I mentioned earlier, Raya's father decides he's going to bring all the worlds together and they're going to reunite. And he invites them all to this dinner. Raya befriends Namari, and Namari is the daughter of a chief of another one of the lands. And they've got a lot in common, and they hit it off, and they talk to each other. And they share. you can kind of see them building trust with one another. Uh, they're both kind of fascinated by the dragon and finding the last dragon. And Namari gives Raya a gift of a necklace, and so as the trust builds, Raya decides that she could trust Namari with knowing where the the last gem is located. So she takes her and shows her where the gem is hidden, and of course the devious smile. You kind of see that plot of the movie coming. The devious smile comes on her face. She betrays her. All the nations fought. The gem breaks in two, and each nation takes a piece of the gem. ...and retreats back to their nations. But then the Droon is released... ...and this, the drune is supposedly born of human discord... ...and the drone starts to win... ...because separated, they're not strong enough to, to defeat the drone. And so that's where Raya and the last dragon comes in. Uh, she goes on a search for this last dragon, Sisu... ...finds the dragon... ...and then they start to try to bring the world back together... ...by recapturing the different pieces... ...and putting that gem back together although they have two different approaches. Raya's approach is to steal the gym and put the world back together by force. Um, if, if everybody would just do it my way, then we would all be united again. <laughs> and that ought to sound familiar to anybody who's been uh, seen some abusive election cycles or seen some abusive church uh, structures or seen even some abusive family structures. Like that's one of the ways you try to seek to have unity is to force the unity on everybody. Just steal it and do it by, by sheer power. The reason Raya wants to do it this way is because of years of trust, mistrust, and years of betrayal. She's, she, does, she can't trust anybody. So the only way that you can bring the world back together is this. Sisu is the dragon who's been asleep for 500 years, and she's got a different approach. She wants to trust the other people. She's kind of like Raya's dad. She wants to trust and she wants to form alliances, and she wants to form friendships. And she thinks if we could just you know, learn to trust each other again, then everything would be fine. And so that kind of sets up this major plot line through the movie. And, and you see where it's headed into they're going to have to learn, like Raya's going to have to learn to trust again in order for there to be unity. Of course, as she does, she's betrayed again. And you know it's kind of this cycle continues. Um, but the, the question that I was asking as I watched it was, how do you rebuild trust? That's the real question. Like, how do, you, how do you, if trust has been broken, in any type of relationship, whether we're talking about trust between friends, we're talking about parent-child relationship, a sibling relationship, um, just acquaintances, coworkers, marriage, church members, you know, once trust is broken because of a betrayal or whatever, once that happens, how do you rebuild it? How is it possible to rebuild trust? And this is where I think the movie and the Bible kind of go in slightly different directions because the movie takes the Hollywood approach. In the Hollywood approach, the way you build trust is you just feel real good about it, <laughs> and and you just do it. You know, you just you just gotta you just gotta trust, and you know everything's gonna turn out because it's only an hour and a half, and so you gotta you gotta wrap this thing up. And that's the Hollywood version: is Raya just has to trust Namari. Namari's shown no evidence that she could be trustworthy, and there's no proof, and, but you just got to do it. Um, the Bible, I think, offers a different approach than that, but I want to show you Hollywood's version first. So here's Hollywood's version, and then I want to contrast it with the Bible's version. So watch this. This is about a minute and a half.
1: Everyone give me your gems. We can still put it together. It can still work. Sisu's gone, Raya. We don't have her magic. It's not about her magic. It's about trust. What? I mean, that's why it worked. That's why we can do it too. By doing the one thing Sisu wanted us to do, what my mom wanted us to do, to finally trust each other and fix this. But we have to come together. Please.
0: For what she's done,
1: we'll never trust her. Then let me take the first step
0: so you got to watch the the rest of that to see what happens because that's where the youtube clip cut off <laughs> so the problem with using streaming movies is i can't take my own clips because they they're like the, they're too complicated to figure out when it was dvd i could actually burn the dvd and take a clip off of it and I, the technology has surpassed me but um that It's inspirational when you watch this. It's like, ooh, yeah, you just you just trust. That's just what you you just gotta trust. And so Raya just hands her life back over to Namari, the same person who's betrayed her twice, and you just trust. And I think what the movie gets right is that it does require vulnerability to trust again. So, so to rebuild trust does require, because you may get your heart broken again. You may be betrayed again. You may get lied to again. You you know, so it requires an incredible amount of vulnerability. But I think where the biblical process is different is, uh, is two. One, it's not a blind vulnerability. It's an informed vulnerability. And two, it's not a moment in time. It's, it's a process. Let me explain both of those, and then I'll wrap up because I know I'm going along here. So so, it's not a blind vulnerability. What I mean is that uh, this is not it built through... Um, like like Hollywood kind of presents it like you have to trust no matter what. And no matter how bad they manipulated me, no matter how bad they betrayed me, no matter how bad they worked me, hurt me in the past, I just have to trust again. That's just... You just have to trust. No, that's the blind vulnerability component. Informed vulnerability is it's informed by the actions of the other person. When I see their confession when I see them taking responsibility for their actions, when I see them owning what they've done, when I see uh, repentance, when I see some type of, when, the, when I see somebody exhibiting trustworthy actions, then maybe I can trust again. That's when I take the risk of the vulnerability once I see somebody exhibiting the behaviors that make me think maybe there's change here, maybe there's something different in this relationship and I can do that. But the, the big one for me is the, is the process piece that uh, it's not something that happens overnight. It's not something you declare. It's not like handing a gem to somebody and say, I trust you again. You know, it, do- it just doesn't work like that. It took years to build that trust. It it will take years to rebuild that trust, if you can even rebuild the trust. Um, my, my best, you're wondering why I got a jar right here. Uh, it, it's, it, this is my favorite illustration of this, and I did this back in 2015, so if you were... If you're here and you remember what I preached six years ago, you remember this. But it's, it's a representation. Uh, it's in His needs, her needs does this kind of representation. And um, Brene Brown does this representation. I would just call this a trust jar. You know, like this is the, like all of us have an emotional bank account basically, that we keep with other people. And people are either making deposits into that bank account or they're making withdrawals out of that bank account. And when when we're in a relationship with somebody, not just marriage, but friendship or any kind of relationship with somebody, they are constantly making deposits into our trust jar that's building our trust. Like you saw with Raya and Namari, as they talk, they have things in common. And as they discover things in common, there's trust is built. And they discover that they're both on the search for this dragon and trust is built. And, you know, she gives her... A gift and trust is built, so that trust begins to grow. And the same thing happens in our relationship. Like when people support us, our trust grows. When when people are kind to us, it grows. When they honor us uh, with what we share is private, when they keep their word, when they're people of integrity, when they show they care. Like we're constantly building this process. But any of you also know that in a relationship, there can also be withdrawals. And so people can take, you know, when they're not honest with us, we start to lose some of that trust. When they, when they aren't honoring of what we share with them, we start to lose some of that trust. And so it, it, trust can, it can be built slowly, and it can be destroyed slowly. But here's the thing about trust. You know this, right? It takes years to build, and it can be destroyed in seconds. So it could take years to build that trust, and one betrayal... <laughs> How do you put that back together again? Like, how do you, what? I mean, how in the world could you possibly put that back together again? And so the reaction that most of us have is, I won't make that mistake again. Fool me once, shame on me. If you fool me twice, shame on me, right? You know, like, I, I will not make that mistake again. that I will not open myself up to that kind of hurt again. And so we just kind of write those folks out of our lives you know we just say, you you betray me i write this out you lie biblically and there are times in which we need to do that okay so don't don't take this illustration too far this analogy too far there are times in which we need to draw a line and say hey this is a boundary and it's been crossed too many times and to protect my emotional health and my spiritual health and my physical health i need to i need to draw this boundary um, but when the other you're thinking about this moving like how do you rebuild trust how does the bible say you rebuild trust one whoop, huh, that'll preach too, one beat at a time, one, one action at a time, I have to start again exhibiting trustworthy actions, I have to confess of my sin and own that, and as I confess and own that, I begin to make deposits again, I have to um, repent of what I've done, I have to uh, start exhibiting trustworthy actions and just one beat Look at this. Look at these verses right here. I, 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 there's, I had, how many verses did I had, Ty, when you showed up this morning? 25, 30 different verses in here. And I cut them down to just two passages, okay? Ephesians 4, 25. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood. So in other words, be honest with what happened, with who you are. And speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we're all members of one body, in your anger, Don't sin. Don't let the sun go down when you're angry. Do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who's been stealing must steal no longer, but must work. Do something useful with their own hands so that they have something to share with those in need. Look at this next part. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what's helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So get rid of all bitterness and rage and anger and brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way Of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Here's another one from Paul. Colossians chapter two, or three, verse twelve. Therefore, as God's chosen people holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, humility, kindness, gentleness, patience, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. And be thankful. As you do those things, you slowly start to rebuild the trust. And it's, it is a hard, hard thing to do. It is, is but as as we, as we are honest, as we're humble, as we have compassion, as we get rid of bitterness and anger, as we as we get rid of rage, and as we as we walk in the way of love, we slowly start to rebuild trust. And it's what Christ calls us to do. And so the question that the movie started with is, how did this world get so broken? Uh, It's probably a question that God has asked numerous times. (laughs) How did this world get so broken? And it's broken through sin. That's how it got broken. Distrust and disunity and sin and selfishness and ego and pride and all of those things is how it gets broken. We put it back together again by walking in the way of Christ. So uh, that's that's my challenge for us this morning. Let me pray for us. And uh, then y'all come help me clean this up. Um, which is another great point. Like sometimes we need people to... This this thing will just preach forever. Like sometimes we need help to clean it up. We can't clean it up on our all, all on our own. So anyway, um, I got to stop preaching. Let's pray. Father, um, man, this world is so divided. You know, when I just think about the way in which this pandemic has divided us and the way in which politics have divided us and cable news media has divided us and, and churches have divided us, it's just so much division and distrust and, and disunity, uh disharmony and uh, we is, are called to be like ambassadors of peace and so you have called us to walk in the way of love and so help us to figure out how to do that um, in our relationships and the people we interact with help us to figure out how to how to rebuild uh, broken trust and how to to come together again and we know in many cases we just can't do this without you because uh, We have, our our egos gets in the way and our pride gets in the way and and we just can't do it without you. But I pray that you help us to figure out how to do that in our lives so that we might be one, as your son Jesus prayed, uh, before going to the cross. And it's in his name I pray these things. Amen.